0: You know, our tool and tools out there like it are really about saying, hey, consumers expect to see why I'm spending $6,000 because, you know, when it comes to the trades, most people don't know what you're talking about when you say, I've got a a thermal overload sensor that's broken. We've got burnt contactors and need to replace a compressor. And it's not that you're trying to make the customer an expert, but most people can see a leaky trader core or be able to look at, you know, some sort of condensing unit that's leaking and go, oh, wow, yeah doesn't look positive, <laughs> you know? And it also takes away the, uh, you know, some of the stigma that to, to be honest, anyone in these industries would, would appreciate, which is there are some shysters out there, right? There are people that would try to take advantage of a customer. And so it just gives them opportunity to say, hey, we do business with trust and integrity, and we'll show you exactly why we're recommending to repair this thing.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Business Savvy, our educational podcast for field service and home service business owners. I am your host, Nick Worker. Now today on the show, we're going to be focusing on the company XOI Technologies and speaking with the company's founder and CEO, Aaron Salo. For anyone who may be unfamiliar, XOI Technologies offers assistance to residential and commercial field service businesses by providing them with an all-in-one communication tool that seamlessly connects their technicians, offices and customers. In this episode, Aaron will be giving us an inside look at all XOI has to offer and just dis- discussing, I was going to say discovering, some of the top solutions that the service provides. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It is my pleasure. So, for those who might not be familiar, can you tell us a little bit about XOI technologies um, and your journey with the company?
0: Yeah, happy to. Uh, so we're based here in Nashville, Tennessee. Hopefully, if uh, anyone listening has ever, never been, you should come see Music City. We're growing like a weed. Uh, but we started Xoy Technologies in Nashville about eight and a half years ago uh, with really one specific mission in mind, which is how do we use technology to solve the skilled trades gap? And it's evolved a lot since then. We started in smart glasses and, and uh, eventually pivoted to, to phones and tablets. But it really was about providing instructive and communication tools to technician between the curves. So say between the curbs, the time they get out of the trucker van to the time they come back and everything that happens in there from sales to installation to PMs and giving them tools through photo, video and live video so they can communicate with the office, with the customer and get the information they need to get the job done right every single time.
1: I love it. Um, so I know that's, that's sort of the solution. So what are the problems that that technicians usually run into that your company helps to solve if they're, yeah. if they're if they're
0: out in the field? Yeah. So when you look at that time and that time in their journey, uh, the time that they're kind of servicing the customer on the residential or commercial side, um, you know, the, the, typically what you're going to see, there are breakdowns in communication back to the office and the various people that, that need to see asset information, uh, information for proposals, validation of work performed. And what we've done is created a really simple system that allows technicians to not only be shown what to do on a particular job site, let's say you're a new green technician, but also to show the customer in the office what they've done, whether it's for safety, whether it's for sales, et cetera, through video content. And what we found is that, you know, technicians are busy working long hours, the ability for them to take a quick 30-second video to show the customer the problem with the unit, to justify a replacement or repair a preventative repair, show the office what was done, saves them time in taking down asset information, saves them time in typing up paragraphs and notes, and provides a better customer experience and more visibility for the office as well. So if you ask one of our kind of 30,000 technicians why they use the tool, uh, we hope that, they, that you would hear, uh, this makes my life easier makes documentation easier it makes communication with everyone who cares about what i'm doing on a job site cleaner and more direct
1: i like that you mentioned uh the greener technicians because uh i imagine myself in in that situation i don't know why but uh just trying to go out into the field and and not being that experienced but being able to sort of tap into the resources of of people with more experience than me and and maybe like a a better and and more efficient way of fixing something if i could just tap into a resource that's right on my phone right there um that makes my life a lot easier like what you're saying um but i want to talk about the people who who manage field service companies so what can Mm -hmm. xoi technologies provide to improve the quality of the work of the of their work lives um for for people in management
0: yeah, for sure. So it's really intertwined, closely together. I think one of the things that's been most underserved in this industry and field service real large is uh, most technologies over the last two decades have been put on techs and and management's had to deal with it. And we really come from a, a place where we would hope we're empowering contractors to say earning technician trust is going to earn market share. And so how that that's real for management and folks back in the offices. Um, when it comes down to their business, they're they're focused on providing the best customer experience, and they're focused on providing the most knowledge to the people that need it. You know, training, kind of bringing up young techs. Um, and I know that only by the fortunate ability of asking thousands over the last you know eight and a half years about what's made them a great service business. And so when you look at, at XOI, it's really allowing you to expand upon those ethos. And so how do we provide the customer validation on what's being done? Uh, the office is going to be billing. They're going to be managing any inbound requests, credit requests, things of that nature. And so having visibility and visual documentation on site is really helpful for dispatch, for service managers, for sales folks, because you're able to document a site and have a consistent deliverable from the job site every single time. And it really comes in play for for a lot of those things I've just mentioned. Uh, In addition, service managers are helping young techs on site quite a bit and a lot of times that includes a lot of phone calls texts drive to the job site roll a second truck that type of thing and so using our vision live piece of our tool to be able to see what a tech sees hear what they hear and talk with them about it in real time drives real efficiencies for them uh, to be able to to have their eyes and ears in many places at once
1: yeah what you what you just said reminded me of uh i'm pretty sure it's richard branson who said this it's uh if you take care of your people so worry about taking care of your people they'll take care of your customers um, so it sounds like that's sort of your philosophy too, right? Take care of your technicians. They'll take care of your customers, um, but also make their lives easier
0: so that they can do a better
1: job for your customers. Uh, that's right. And uh, yeah,
0: professional pride. So good technicians really have a lot of professional pride. I think that's a big part of it. And then also, I think what companies are fighting now and, and why I say fighting, evolving to understand is a new generation of workers. And so um, when they're thinking about re- recruiting and retaining technicians, are they leveraging technology that mirrors what a younger generation is using in their everyday life? Uh, I recently had a, a technician come up to me and at a trade show and he said, hey, you guys are like TikTok for HVAC because we have these components in which they can watch short video clips of how to do stuff mm-hmm. on site, bite size, not big YouTube links, right? Just, hey, step one, here's 20 seconds. Step two, here's a quick photo. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, although I don't have a TikTok account, yet, I can appreciate uh, what he was was referring to. And it made us proud that we're building the right kind of product for folks and engaging them in a meaningful way and how they're used to kind of consuming and using content.
1: I love that. And uh, I also think that it's a new workforce that we're dealing with, but it's also, we're we're currently experiencing a hiring shortage anyway. So Mm -hmm. anything that you can do to make the life of somebody that you just hired easier um, is going to go a long way because yeah. listen, field service companies across America are feeling this right now. That uh, there's there's a technician shortage. So if you want to get somebody who's really green and, and giving them the technology of something like that, they're used to. Um, I am not on TikTok, but this podcast is on TikTok, and I find it very embarrassing when people are like, "Hey, I saw you on TikTok." yeah, I know he saw me on TikTok talking about my business stuff because um, it's my friends who like to tease me. but uh, but it's important. that's where that's where people that, that's that's how people use their technology. So I like that you sort of mirror um, like current trends. So I want to ask you, what type of impact can technology like yours uh, make when it comes to customer service? because we're talking about technician pride. Um, are the companies that use your technology reporting a higher level? of satisfaction from their
0: customers? Yeah, no question. I think when you talk about trends, this is another one that's been happening for us as consumers for for a long time. I think one of the more market things that I'll never forget is going to a Valvoline for an oil change four or five years ago. And the guy comes up from the bay and he shows me a video, the underside of my truck. And he's like, see where your rear diff is leaking right here. And this particular thing right here. And it was such a, an interesting moment because you see this across a lot of things, you know, you have more visibility on a Domino's pizza order than you do the service that's happening at a commercial site sometimes, right? And you're paying a lot of money for that service. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our tool and tools out there like it are really about saying, Hey, consumers expect to see why I'm spending $6,000 because, you know, when it comes to the trades, most people don't know what you're talking about when you say, I've got a, a thermal overload sensor that's broken. We've got burnt contactors and need to replace a compressor. And they're going, okay, you might as well say, it. what does that mean? And it's not that you're trying to make the customer an expert, but most people can see a leaky Schrader core or be able to look at, you know, some sort of condensing unit that's leaking and go, oh, wow, yeah, it doesn't look positive, <laughs> you know? And it also takes away the, uh, you know some of the stigma that, to, to be honest, anyone in these industries would would appreciate, which is there are some shysters out there, right? There are people that would try to take advantage of a customer, and so it just gives them opportunity to say, "Hey, we do business with trust and integrity, and we'll show you exactly why we're recommending to repair this thing." And it really does build a significant amount of trust with customers, and it's one of the critical pieces of of what we provide for contractors.
1: I love that too. It's also it seems like. um it seems like it's evidence-based too, right? So if you wanted to go back and check the work, maybe because you don't understand and you have a friend who's like, oh, maybe they ripped you off. Let me just look at it. Oh, he sent me this and this was this leaking and this was this part needed to be replaced and then they can, re- oh, okay. So I guess they did do a good job and there's no, there's no hiding the ball there, you know? Everything is laid That's out right. in the open for the customer to see um, and sort of verify if, if they wanted to, for whatever reason. Um, but yeah. it sounds like if you're sort of doing that thing anyway there might not be any reason to. But people are paranoid, I get it. I, I've experienced things like that myself. Um, just, I got too much to do with my time to investigate the work of like somebody who I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, but I do, I wanna, I wanna ask you, I have two parts to this question because I think that there's one part where I could toss you like a softball and you tell me which industries. So I'm gonna ask you what type of in- industries seem to benefit the most from using XOI? But, mm-hmm. I also want to know what you think x o i or or who could be using x o i that maybe isn't utilizing you guys yet or to the best of their ability
0: yeah, i you know when we started the company, of course, we were young scrappy startup that was like, "Hey, whatever industry we can find that we know that has a skilled trades problem and it impacts a lot of industries um what we found to be true and, and one of the reasons we really went in you know double down on hvac is that i think you know two things have to be true where xy is most impactful kind of mission critical or nuanced equipment so stuff that's hard to fix that is when it's down it's a real problem an example would be an hvac system for a family in the middle of summer Um, i remember actually coming home um, from a a short vacation with my wife and six month old son at the time and it was july nashville and my house is like 94 degrees inside you talk about mission critical i'm not putting i could survive a 94 degree night with a fan or something you know i'm not putting my six month old to bed uh in that type of situation and and uh and so those are the kind of things that that we say mission critical something that may not be the coffee makers now as a guy that's pretty addicted to caffeine every morning so maybe it would be mission critical for me but maybe not so much in the same way so um you know we've really focused our solution on those types of industries mechanical electrical plumbing both residential commercial we've also been fortunate enough to work with uh commercial grade kind of construction uh highway construction equipment it would fall in that category as well Uh, we we still have one awesome dairy farmer it's not a focus of ours but we've got some crazy content of cows and milking processes machinery (laughs) from the early days that's fun Uh, and certainly to them it's mission critical yeah so I would say those are the industries that we're going to focus and, and um, you know, where those skilled trades are, are most prevalently you know, being removed or leaving or retiring and, and, and where they're remote as well. We will be right back after this short ad. My name is Joe Fisher. I'm the owner of Victorian Fence located in Long Island, New York. I've been a ring savvy customer for five years. They're very professional, they know exactly what to say, and when customers call, they have no idea that it's a separate answering service. With a product like Fence, if they don't get a live person, they're just gonna call the next Fence company. With Ring Savvy, I never miss a potential new customer. Ring Savvy is an extension of our business. I like to answer my phone, but during those real busy times of year, I can let it ring on my cell phone one time. And if I'm not able to get it, it will be forwarded to Ring Savvy, a professional sounding person will answer and take my phone call. Ring Savvy really helped me to be present whether I'm at work or at home. My kids are young, so when I'm home, I don't want to be on the telephone and trying to resolve issues. Ring Savvy definitely giving me a better quality of life.
1: Do you have any personal favorite stories about a company or, or or more than one that XOI was able to assist?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I have a bunch of them. Um, yeah, I'd say probably one, one of my favorite stories, uh, and there's a handful of these as well. Um, our customers have used our platform over the years to build what they call a virtual service center, or a virtual mentor center. So basically they'll take a, a guy or gal that, that are, you know, getting up there in, in age and really, really brilliant, but maybe their bodies are kind of betraying them at this point in their life. Um, the only way they could express their talent was through their hands and really what they had built was between their ears and, um, you know, one, one the first one sticks out to me. Cause I was like, man, someone's cutting onions in here or something. I'm getting a little misty eyed, but the guy goes here and I just want to tell you, you know, if it wasn't for this tool and me my ability to use live video on the field. I wouldn't be able to work anymore because I have had two back surgeries and a bad knee and you know it's personal to me to hear that and impactful to me to hear that because my grandparents were farmers, my dad in manufacturing, they beat their bodies to death their entire lives and it was one of the biggest reasons I started the company uh, was to solve for that, it's a personal motivation for me. So those kind of stories where I see older older folks that have are brilliant, they just can't climb rooftops anymore to go to their job. But they can help a young 21 year old go do it, and let them be the eyes and you know ears. It's really really cool. Um, I would say one of the funnier stories uh, that I'll tell you, uh, maybe entertaining, is I'll leave the name of the company. During the pandemic, uh, talking to a customer, he goes, hey, "I just got a call from one of my own customers. They, uh, they had an issue with one of my technicians." I said, "Man, what happened?" He goes, "Well, I'll show you a picture." He sends a picture of his technician, and and he's got a mask on. The problem with the mask uh, that the customer was making him wear is that right across the top here, it said hey. Um He had forgotten his mask <laughs> in his van and he had made another one and he got into the building <laughs> out of the building. I laughed harder than I laughed in a long, long time. And he goes, yeah, hey, I appreciate you masking up. Maybe not try to use your drawers in the future. So uh, that's there's a touching one and a funny one for you on a Friday afternoon. How about that?
1: <laughs> how about that is right i have seen and heard some mask stories but i gotta tell you that is a that, that is a first for me um but you know what i i like i like your first story because uh i i think it's important and people sort of especially in the trades they get caught up in like oh well they're making me do the heavy lifting and all that i have a bunch of friends i have a friend who's in the steam fitters union Iron workers, all those sorts of things. And he's like, Oh, we make the young guys do that. We do, you know, I'm not doing that stuff anymore, but then some days, you know, they're working hard, but it's, it's so important to like teach the next generation. Um, and my friend has a story. He told me, uh, he goes to his union meeting and, uh, they're like voting on all this stuff and he doesn't understand what's going on. And, and he's like, Oh, but now I've been in the the union for 15 years. And I understand that, when those guys said that we're setting this up now, we're not going to benefit from what we're paying into now, but the future generation of this job um, is going to benefit from this. Yeah. It, it does. It it works like that. And you want to leave a legacy and you want to help the next generation, you know, do maybe just as good, if not better than you did. Um, So I feel like being a part of that process must be really cool for you. So, uh,
0: it really, it really, really is. It's, um, when you when you try to when you try to start a business, it's very very difficult. A lot of pain and a lot of sleepless nights. You have to have a why that's deeper than success or money or other things that people see the chase. It has to be personal, passion of yours at some level. And and I think for me and a lot of our team, uh, it resonates to us personally. And when you see it impact your family and 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 folks you know, friends, loved ones, you go, man, there's you know, yes, hard labor is a good thing uh but gosh do we have to have 65 year old guys still humping tools up a ladder across side of the building is there another way that they could provide value you know and uh and so yeah it's definitely a big part of our ethos and what we're driving towards that's awesome uh so
1: if you could if you could sort of like boil it down what would be your your message to field service company owners that are still sort of like old school in the way that they operate or um, maybe they're resistant to spending on new tech services they don't they don't want to change their ways what, w- what would be your message to them yeah so so
0: outside of xoi i think that the strongest message that i would make to every contractor is that you control your destiny in a really significant way by owning that final mile of service delivery And what I mean by that is that that point in time your technicians are getting out of the van to the time they come back. There is so much value in in what's happening with those assets, the customer experience, what technicians can be serviced in terms of knowledge and and expertise that when I say control your own destiny, OEMs, distributors, et cetera, are looking to continue to disintermediate contractors and look for ways to service customers themselves and as this industry evolves your ability to own that piece of what you do whether it's just documenting it with your smartphone outside of x y or anything else what's happening covering your butt showing the customer a great experience showing off training content have a couple of your great guys take a cool training video that you show at a weekly meeting just being able to harvest that area of your journey uh, with the phones you have in your pocket now, I would I would rep- I would recommend they look into that and look for opportunities. To start to harvest opportunities in that space um, because that's where everything's happening. It's the heartbeat of what they do, and it's been significantly underserved to this point.
1: I that's a great answer. It's a, and it's a good starting point for uh, a lot of companies who might be like resistant to change, um, but but further than that let's talk about XOI's technology. Um, what type of learning curve can business owners and techs expect when they first start using XOI? And, and how quickly would you say they can sort of really like, uh, I don't know, harness, harness the power of
0: the tool? Yeah, so, so we have folks running, of course, depending on the size of the organization in, in two to six weeks. Um, we used to make the mistake a long time ago of, we thought we were being you know smart and saying, hey, you can put out your field service management solution. How long was that process? As a way of kind of understanding the players and the company, et cetera. And what we found is that put a negative connotation, people said, because for field service management solutions, a lot of times that's a six, 12, 18 month process. And we've really tried to create simple onboarding that happens really quickly, where value is happening really quickly. And so in a matter of weeks, we can get folks up and going. Um, really try to make it super simple for tax, super valuable for them, for the office, and uh, make sure that we're driving value for the customer really quickly.
1: That's a that's a great and honest answer. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, but I do, I, I wanna see if I can get a sneak peek. So would you be able to give us a preview of what's next for, for XOI and, and discuss maybe some of the goals that you have for this year?
0: Yeah, certainly. So. Our system, you know, we kind of we like to think in threes uh, for whatever reason. And so our core platform for years has been Capture, Coach, Collaborate. Capture being a workflow tool, I kind of describe Coach being a knowledge base and Collaborate being the live video piece. Um, Just a couple of uh, quarters ago, we released the Journeyman platform, and that is another set of three, uh, which is the Journeyman tool, which is just a simple add on to our core platform. Uh, trade insights, and then we've actually we housed now our own virtual mentor centers, the experts that you can speak with. I'll give you a quick highlight of it um, and how we think about data science and AI as a part of that. I had mentioned kind of technicians capturing content. and Over time, technicians have now taken pictures of tens of millions of pictures of data plates. So make, model, serial, all the information that comes on a data plate at side of an HVAC unit. And we, we, we built that technology. So the text didn't have to sit there on an FSM or to write on a piece of paper, all this information. And over time, we were able to make that experience faster and faster and faster. And so journeyman is an opportunity for a technician. All they have to do is take a picture of a data play. I wanted it to be the simplest action. They're hot, sweaty, doing eight jobs a day. Picture of a data play. Our system uses optical character recognition to pull, make model serial, search ioms manuals wiring diagrams video content any history on that unit and pushes it to the technician within 30 seconds or so and so they get a that ding on their phone they go hey here's everything we have on this carrier model family this train model family this dykin model family and if all that doesn't help here's a live video link to one of our experts to walk you through it if that live video happens we record that interaction and we push it back into journeyman for the next technician that takes a picture of a data plate to learn more. So again, kind of creating very simple experiences where all the hard data science stuff is happening behind the scenes, where a technician's interaction is a picture and the most empirical data set they could have. So really excited about that. And then uh, Trade Insights, which is actually taking that, that asset information and starting to lift to the office. Hey, this is your asset universe. Here's the age of your units. The replacement age of these units, you should probably go talk to the customer about replacements. Here are all the assets you haven't seen in the last year. So these are PM opportunities for you. Starting to really lift insights from this data that technicians are gathering so that they can be actionable for sales folks and for owners and things of that nature. And then I kind of mentioned Virtual Mentor Center, but we have experts now in staff, on staff that will answer questions for technicians on site. And, and to be, draw a clear distinction from some of the things that are out there and free, uh, any, any, any staff of ours that helps your technicians in the field, that recording is yours and you own it. So whenever something's free, you're the product. Our intent is to empower our contractors, not take their knowledge. Hmm. And so in, in our world, we believe that that's going to be a pretty important distinction for the future and how technology players interact with, with contractors. So that's, that's our new release and and are uh, super excited about it. It always took longer than I thought. To get there, I thought we had that in a few years but journeyman is here eight years later, and uh, we think it's really going to become you know Alexa for field service a so kind of self diagnostic interactive tool for techs uh, and it's gone really well so far.
1: That sounds huge um, i'm excited for you congratulations because that sounds that makes it sound to me seriously like uh, if I lost my job and I and I I landed a job some by some miracle as a technician that uh, i'd be okay. Because at least I could, you know, it's it's the same thing of like when I got to go work on my car. I'm not a mechanic, um, but I can replace a belt because I can YouTube it, and it'll show me unscrew this, right. go in there. That 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 thing's your alternator. Untension yeah. this pulley right here. You know, I did that, uh, not tooting my own horn because like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But change the alternator belt in my old car. I thought that was cool. Um, but Aaron, I'd like to thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you to all of our listeners. We hope you enjoyed this conversation and we will be back with another episode of Business Savvy soon. Be sure to check out previous episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and the Ring Savvy YouTube channel. Also links to XOI technology um, and, and getting in touch with them and getting started will be linked in the description. We hope you enjoyed. See you next time, everyone.